Chapter 32 of In New England Fields and Woods. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. In New England Fields and Woods by Roland E. Robinson. The Skunk. Always and everywhere in evil repute and bad order, hunted, trapped, and killed, a pest and a fur bearer, it is a wonder that the skunk is not exterminated, and that he is not even uncommon. With an eye to the main chance, the fur trapper spares him when fur is not prime. But when the letter R has become well established in the months the cruel trap gapes for him, at his outgoing and incoming, at the door of every discovered burrow, while all the year round the farmer, sportsman, and poultry grower wage truceless war against him notwithstanding this general outlawry when you go forth of a winter morning after a night of thaw or tempered chill you see his authentic signature on the snow the unmistakable diagonal row of four footprints each or short-spaced alternate tracks where he has sallied out for a change from the subterranean darkness of his burrow or from his as rayless burrowed quarters beneath the barn to the straight or pale gloom of midnight winter landscape more often you are made aware of his continuous survival by another sense than sight when his far-reaching order comes down the vernal breeze or waft of summer air rankly overbearing all the fragrance of springing verdure or perfume of flowers and new mown hay and you well know who has somewhere and somehow been forced to take most offensively the defensive it may be said of him that his actions speak louder than his words yet the voiceless creature sometimes makes known his presence by sound and frightens the bleated farm boy whom he curiously follows with a mysterious hollow beating of his feet upon the ground patches of neatly inverted turf in a grub-infested pasture tell those who know his ways that the skunk has been doing the farmer good service here and making amends for poultry stealing and you are inclined to regard him with more favour but when you come upon the empty shells of a raided partridge nest your sportsman's wrath is enkindled against him for forestalling your gun yet who shall say that you had a better right to the partridges than he to the eggs if you are so favoured you can but admire the pretty sight of the mother with her cubs basking in a sunny nook or leaving them afield in single file a black and white procession if by another name the rose would smell as sweet our old acquaintance is in far better odour for change of appellation from that so suggestive of his rank offences what beauty of fair faces would be spoiled with scorn by a hint of the vulgar name which in unadorned truth belongs to the handsome glossy black muff and boa that keep warm those dainty fingers and swan-like neck yet through the furrier's art and cunning they undergo a magic transformation into something to be worn with pride and the everyday wear of the despised outlaw becomes the prized apparel of the fair lady if unto this humble night wanderer is vouchsafed a little beyond his brief earthly existence imagine him in that unhunted trapless paradise of uncounted eggs and callow nestlings grinning a wide derisive smile as he beholds what fools we mortals be so fooled by ourselves and one another End of chapter thirty two